All right. Welcome to episode 21. This is Go Health Yourself. I am John. I'm Joe. And uh, we are back. Thank you for tuning in. Today is the, let's see, what, what is today? We're in January. It's been very warm here on the East Coast. Global warming. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeehaw. 50 degrees and uh, it is the 10th, January 10th, 2020. What do you know? We're in 2020 already. Hindsight year. Mm. The year where we shouldn't do anything except look back. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, let the economy fall off the cliff. <laughs> it's eventually, we're eventually going to have another mini market crash for sure. But uh, I, th- I think it's a good year. What is that what hindsight means is to like look back and reflect? Hindsight is, re- yeah, looking in past tense. Yeah. As far as I, I interpret it, and 2020 is now. And I've always <laughs> envisioned 2020 as being like the year where I'm like, I got to go backwards. I need to. Yeah. This regress whole. Fo- yeah, I've got 5,000 go photos on my phone. You know what I mean? I literally just deleted all the photos off my phone, cleared them all out. It's like no reason that I need these. I got a new, new, new. Every day's a new so day. So I'm ready to kind of like. Go and review all the nonsense I've done, and you just took the tablecloth right off the thing, <laughs> threw it in the trash. Yeah, I've, I, I've, it's, it's crazy because I finally feel like this year I'm not fully accepted my injury, but I'm like ninety eight percent there. Yeah, finally starting to f- accept that I did did get injured. I'm in a wheelchair, and there's not much you can do but move forward and not look in the past. That's, yeah, that's it. But yeah, if I find it, it's, I feel very, I'm getting more and more comfortable with the situation. Took 10 years, but uh, it's been a, been a rough road for it's sure. A, yeah, that's profound. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Like it's, 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 a, it's definitely a good year to reflect, see what I've done in the past and uh, just make myself better. I, f- I feel like I'm finally getting on track too with my life too. Are you going to start that? Uh Pigeon racing business we were talking about? Oh, yeah, easily. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pigeon that racing. Goat soap and kombucha, and we'll be good for a while. My, uh, you know, it's funny. My friend was talking about that. My friend Adam, a few years ago, he was talking about um, messenger pi- pigeons and how it's a thing with some people. Send, send pi- messages th- through the pigeons, like in New York and stuff. People actually still do that. Oh, yeah, because like, it's untraceable, maybe? Yeah, uh, that, and I think it's just, like, to see how far your pigeon can go with a message and then have the person return the message. I don't know. And then I've heard of people drug dealing with pigeons, which oh, is pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Creativity is yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they have little little backpacks that they make for them. Nah. Sew up yep. for them. Prior- get your priorities straight. I need a good hefty pigeon. we got to yeah. make some. <laughs> good hefty we gotta pigeon. we got to turn some money. Yeah. Get the cash machine rolling. So, uh, for anyone wants to know to actually see the podcast in true form, you can go on the YouTube channel, Go Health Yourself, and you'll be able to see us this time. I'm already so nervous. I'm if you're curious, nervous. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought that would be a good addition to the channel. So, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. John's got us on candid Sony right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been working with that camera. It's uh, it's it's fun to fun to do all that editing and 
learn the different angles and set all that stuff up myself. It's it's uh, challenging, but it's rewarding. Pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell you that without the dexterity and movements and you know typical. Yeah, there's a couple functionality that you you have are um, missing out on. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a couple uh, videos on there on the on the YouTube channel that show how I write and. Uh, there's another short one of how I put my hood on with no finger dexterity, which is kind of tricky, but yeah. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. So these are good things. Yeah. So it's going good over here. And, uh, I don't know if you had any interesting topics to talk about today. Well, I oh. did have, go ahead. Did you happen to bring your list? The, the medieval list? Yeah. No, but it's on the email. I totally bagged it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I could always pull it up on the email. Yeah, I could pull mine up, too. We've been talking for a long time about going Old English medieval renaissance here for a theme. That would be that would be kind of fun, actually. So I finally wasted a good afternoon in the library and printed off all these terms of, uh, you know... Hither and thee shall not, and thou cancel lot, and thou, yeah, and all the good. Even all the insult list is what I sent you, which is where things could really get south. <laughs> I know I saw some on there, like what the. There, that's a that's, lot of them are made up, that's, but they're fantastically made up. That's from wait, okay, so some of them you're saying are actually from the medieval times. I'm sure they just, it was just total, just. Term butchery, mm-hmm. but in that in that <clears throat> man, forgive me for not knowing much of this stuff. But like that, like I'm actually European slang. Yeah, I'm actually pulled, of, pulled. of the old. What? How far are we going back? Thirteenth century or something? Or oh, I don't know. Fifteenth century. I don't freaking know. Anyways, it's I hilarious. Tell you, but if we could do like a drive-through skit with that, and then. Involve those wearing involve those wearing scarves and do like a rock band session. You know, you could like headbang in the back. What do you mean? Uh, wait, saw this in a Mansfield library. I'm pulling up your email now, so you can look at it. Well, I can pull it up too. Found it. That's probably what you. Is it right? Yeah. But I'm just thinking themes keeps you going. You know, f- humor. <clears throat> yeah. Humor is. Humor is necessary. Most definitely is. I get too serious sometimes. Here you go. Start dragging. Well, you got to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have. I can pull up a copy of it. There's a lot. Beef-witted. Well, that's the... You're supposed to take... There's three columns of, like, slang term insults from the medieval ages or something. Yeah. You're supposed to take and, and put one with two and then... With three, one from each of the three oh, columns. Oh, I see. Like, a but you don't need to do that. Artless base corded Apple John. <laughs> you can just take one of you know, just a pull one in out of anywhere. And uh, I've seen some of these infectious. I have to get mine now that you're you're looking yours up. I'll go get mine. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, definitely. We would talk about them. This would be kind of funny. We got we got villainous, tardy gated. Strumpet. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of um, Will Ferrell. Like the funny little uh, things that he calls people. Like like a ninny, ninny, 
Ninny Pants, something Muggins, Ninny Muggins, I forgot. Something from Saturday Night Live that I thought was pretty funny. Let's see. Um, you forbing beetle-headed bladder. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> yeah, you could, uh, you could really... Uh, we need some other theme ideas, but I think offend med- someone medieval is... You could get obsessed. You could become like one of the Renaissance fair people, you know? You can get all into this. Run this game. Flap dragon. There's a. I, oh, pigeon egg. There you go. Now, the, the whole point of this is to develop this into our. Scut. That sounds like. Just sounds like a square. A swear. Scut. Scut. Wonder if that was. That sounds like something. Something. Definitely medieval that someone would call. Some person seagoing device. Back in the day. Man. Man. So Man. you have a, have you been to the co-op lately? Every day. Oh, you go every day, yeah. Yeah, I feel like not a, not every day, but like Man, when you got like good vibes in a place, whatever it is, even if it's, you know, your local Dungeons and Dragons club, like you just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that place. I um where's always discover something new there too. They've got about two hundred and fifty different types of rice. If you go over there every day I see or every time I go over there I uh, find a different kind of rice that's delicious. They've got a lot of different kinds of um coffees too, which is cool. I mean I stopped drinking coffee lately because it's so acidic. It's not great for your stomach if you drink it all the time. So, but if anyone's interested in the co-op uh, over in Willimantic, we're in Connecticut. Yeah, we're in Connecticut. There's not a lot of co-ops in Connecticut. Let's face facts. We just pay so, taxes. Yeah, is this and try and abide by? Uh, I don't know of any others. All the ongoing nonsense in the surrounding towns. There's one in New London. Oh, there but is. But even at any health food store. So I think what we when. We say co-op, it's a term for cooperative, like as in you could have a cooperative-based business, but a lot of co-ops are cooperative buyers clubs. Yeah. And then they, you can have, like, I, I read up on these co-ops, which is fantastic. There's a lot of them in other parts of the world or in, like, less profit-driven, mindless societies, like up north, mm-hmm. you know, like where people are still working the earth a lot more, and it's not such a, like, congested city living situation yeah yeah and there's so there's labor co-ops there's purchasing co-ops and there's production co-ops and you could have one that does a couple different of those things but a, a food co-op which we're lucky enough to have a couple down here yeah so food co-op okay. is uh, um purchasing like a buying and labor co-op and so you you know basically you uh own a portion of the business as a uh, as a consumer, and you can own a portion of a business that you are an employee of. So there's actually no one specifically, even though they have someone in people in a group and management or a director. Yeah, there's no one that actually solely owns a por- majority of the business. Okay. Everybody is a one yep. one portion, one vote. Yep, yep. One vote, one member, one vote. They're basically democratically run. I mean, nothing is perfect. It's, I'm sure it's still a pain to, to function with. How much does each person pay? I forgot. What is it like? 120 bucks. 
120. Yeah. One time. One time. That's right. Yeah. 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 Over the course of six years. You don't even have to pay it up front. You can just pay it 20 bucks a year for six years. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, so there's 7,000 members or something like that. But you like, yep. you could have co-op with 10 people, you know. And there's, there's like entirely large cooperatives that have like bought out or taken their structure to like labor unions or like an entire town yep. has made its own banking system or banking cooperative because they're like, oh, we're sick of dealing. We have no... The banks won't help us, so we collectively pooled all our assets to make our own. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stories about that in Europe. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of so that. So it, it goes from having like a top-down based uh, outline to being like a uh, bottom-up. Yeah, yeah. Like where the roots and the individuals doing the things um, have a v- vested interest and see direct results instead of there being like uh, inequality distribution, mm-hmm. yep. whether that be money, which is the key distraction of our culture, yeah, or it be like um, freedoms within the operating of the business or access to like tools and goods and company or business like resources yeah yeah. it's all it's basically evened out pretty nice in any type of a Mm -hmm. cooperative environment but a health store health food store that's just not even a cooperative those are great anywhere you go where people are like thinking outside of the lost distracted shitstorm of humanity is good Mm. favorite cafe yeah pinball club oh you were uh what were you talking about you were talking about um the, what was that place called? Uh, Oak Oak Twenty One or Oak? Oh, Twenty One Oak Street. Twenty One Oak Street. I'm trying to keep a straight face looking at some of these terms. Yeah. You froward, f- f- fen sucked gudgeon. Uh, uh, <laughs> clapper clawed. You puny milk livered mammoth. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You just have to say it in some ridiculous. Fat kidneyed. <laughs> Elf skinned. Earth-vexing. You rank rup-fed punion. I've heard dog-hearted before. <laughs> it's so good. Like, Dizzy-eyed. Well, this is so ridiculous. Onion-eyed. Vain spur-galled flap-dragon. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Clouded, crook-pated, futilitarian. Yeah, you could really get some uh, people offended with this. With this yeah, really piss off. <laughs> you yeah. could do... This is a good... Yeah. What back when Robin Williams did stand up, let him have this thing. Do the, for the fact that they wouldn't, didn't, didn't, wouldn't understand what the hell you were saying. That's why they would get so angry. But you can't say it in a normal voice. You have to say it in this nah. wretched. Yeah. Like, like, you know. Gore-bellied. Hideous. Dark. <laughs> vicious. Yeah. Fobbing elf-skinned dewberry. <laughs> <laughs> elf-skinned. Wretched. Oh, man. Foot liquor. Reeky Pottle Dip Puttick. It sounds like like a four-year-old would come up with that one. Foot liquor. Hedge pig. Horn beast. This is where they used to used to serve, like, beer by the gallon. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the pub. And a lot of the beer used to have psilocybin in it. Did you yeah. know that? <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, a little. Brew, they used to brew it with mushrooms. Yeah. And then it became, became illegal in, like... 
1680 or something. Of course it became illegal. All the good stuff becomes illegal. Malt worm. Yeah. 21 Oak Street. Oh, yeah, 21 Oak Street. So yeah, it's, so there's, it's a, ve- there's vegan, these vegan places to eat, which I'll be honest with yeah. you, five years ago, I wasn't going to set foot in any of these oh, things. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, get the... You got to be. You, like, you think there's something that tastes good in there? Yeah. No. Do you eat... Do you like tofu? No. No, neither do I. I've no. Never, I've never and they love it. tofu at vegan places. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good for them. Like, whatever. Everybody's got their things. I'm just worried about the whole soy thing. Yeah, yeah. Might be in my head. Well, maybe the, maybe like tempeh is, is um, pasteurized or not, wow, not pasteurized, uh, fermented. Maybe there's yeah. different ways to do soy where it doesn't have like this GMO nonsense. And I know for a fact that soy has a very high amount of estrogen in it, which is not good for men. It's a different type of estrogen. Oh, is it? Yeah, it okay. doesn't. It doesn't get absorbed it in that in that way. Yeah, there's blockers to it and stuff. I know. Okay, a lot of it's confusing. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I didn't know that. But, but I I read up uh, the GMO the, thing though. Is, okay, I haven't. Me. I haven't done much formal research. I think it's just the journey of wellness. Yeah, you pick up information, and it's from so many places, and then you gotta how, like feed out how much you feel out how much you trust it. Yeah, I don't you, trust soy. You gotta do the research. Yeah. I don't trust soy. I trust fruits and vegetables and chickpeas and nuts and berries and seeds, and yeah, I've uh, I've heard a lot of funny stuff about soy too, like things. Things about soy that were not good. I don't trust a lot of bread, soy. No, bread's another uh, thing. Processed sugars. It's dangerous. News. Yeah, because bread does turn into sugar in your stomach. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust the fluoride they put in toothpaste. I, you no, know, a lot of this could be in my mind and made up, but I just don't trust it. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people saying fluoride is very bad for you. That's yeah. why. I mean, I, 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 I do natural uh, toothpaste too, and the Same. water that I get is spring water. I don't. Yep. I don't mess around with the fluoride. I think. I think we're. We probably said this 40 times, but I think we're in, like, World War III. Uh, I think that's ridiculous that people are saying that, World no, War III. No, I do. I honestly what? do. I don't think it's a guns and, like, murderous You World mean, War like, III. a spiritual yeah. human... I think it's a consciousness war. Yeah. Spiritual. I can agree war. with that for sure. But, but that's yeah, what I mean. I don't, I don't mean, like, trying to, like, oh, it's as bad as these other wars that have gone on. Yeah. In that disrespectful way. I just feel like it's a broad... Uh, structured, agenda-based reform yeah, of yeah. available consciousness or yeah, tricking, yeah. tricking of the uh, oh. of the capacity of ourselves. It definitely, it definitely in, in the United States. It's very strange what's going on here. Like I was uh, talking, I'd say it all the time with friends, that it seems like it's a gigantic experiment. It's really strange. Like when you go out there sometimes, you go out in the world and you're like, is it what... <laughs> You know, do we treat each other this way when we drive and the way we target market and the, the gas pumps talking to me about buying pants? Like buying pants. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, they got I the news channels on there now. I yeah. feel very alone now. You know? That's how I get. And then especially if you're single, prone to depression, uh, imbalanced, seeking wellness, challenging yourself, trying to navigate this world. It's just like this, what do I do thing? Yeah. What yeah. do I do? Because I wake up some days and I, I'm like, yo, I don't want to participate. And I've already been there so freaking many times that I'm like, I shouldn't even have to go here again. But it does happen. I think depression is like uh, loosely the term depression in terms of just like feeling dark. Yeah. Not wanting to participate. Mm-hmm. 
in your own life, mm-hmm. I think it's necessary. But I don't yeah. think we it's necessary in a really extreme sus- form. Yeah, and yeah. it's not a sustainable. When you have a super sustainable culture, which we have like no experience with, but these these um, primitive cultures they call them, mm-hmm. or indigenous peoples, yeah, indigenous or, tribes, or yeah, or, or, or original native mm-hmm. groups, yeah, yeah, they didn't have this stuff because they were so connected. No, and they were all about trading, and they were so rooted in their spiritual connection with with what they call what their versions of source and the earth and the plants and the animals and like respecting seven generations ahead all mm-hmm. those ideas yeah, yeah, that are yeah. treat everything right now we're trying to just get to the next quarter you know what i mean yeah what's the what are the rankings where are we at where's the returns you know we're very short game minded i want to i'm shifting to a long game speaking of shifting though it it's gonna it's gonna shift. It seems like it is. A lot of the I see a lot of the younger people um being very uh attentive to like how the earth's gonna be in the future, like cleaning up the ocean and then uh oh got a little bit of that buzz again. I have hope. Yeah. Sorry. We uh I have a, a faulty wire on Joe's microphone that I gotta change, so sometimes it, it buzzes, but yeah, I have hope too. It's a saucy onion eyed death token, is what it is. <laughs> I, I have uh, I have hope too, for sure. And it, it seems like like I said, younger people are uh really waking up. You know the old mind? It's not even old. We call it old because we're basing all this timeline nonsense on the like like the span of a human's life. So it's like old as fifty years ago. Yeah, well, a thousand years ago isn't even old if you look at a timeline. Oh yeah, but like we like so. Let me just say like our old ways of thinking about like marijuana. It's the most evil plant ever, and like this, you know, this like imposing control and this fear of like conscious raising like connections and yeah, spiritualness and freedom and people being independent. Like those ways of thinking. I mean, I think they're still prominent in some way. Yeah. With this new device leash situation, but I've heard people say there's progress with it at every with every funeral, because you got a lot of new, open-minded, yeah, consciousness coming in. Yeah, some of this closed-minded stuff, and no disrespect to people, but some of it, some of the ways we've been functioning on this planet, are real have really gotten us in a bad spot. So. That's what I think that there's some of like, oh, progress with every funeral because that the control with the hands on the some of the strings of uh, socialized functionality. Yeah. Are uh, lo- losing some of that grip. And it's, I think it's shifting in my positive mind towards something better. Yeah. We, we live in such a strange time, but it's a great time, too. We do have so much to offer each other. Yeah, yeah. You know the hardest freaking thing to do is for me? I think it's for a lot of us. Hmm. You notice how I pointed at you like I got something good to say? Yeah. <laughs> it is literally having the patience to really just honestly be there for somebody and listen to them and hear them out. Yeah. Or feel them out. Yep, yep. That's it. Just like the most basic human respect. Just listen to what they have to say. Yeah. 
And uh, and actually, listen. Let them have their peace. Let them have their place. Let them have some space. Hold some space for someone else. That is freaking... Sometimes, man, I feel like, oh, I've got it. I'm ready. Most of the time, I'm like, man, dude. I got like 14 other things to think about. I'm supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm already having a bad day. Or I'm, I'm, I'm a little... Yeah, yeah you but it's like you just to reset me. Like no, people, I deserve to put some time aside to listen to someone. Mm-hmm. Not for you don't have time for everybody, but really do like just be like, just be man, just like be there. And it's so nice to be have someone that, that is a good listener. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's good to be present. And and if. Uh, if you do listen to someone and let them talk about whatever they want to talk about, it could potentially uh, make a gigantic change in their life because someone actually listened to them, you know? Or you could give them a suggestion that would give them a different perspective that they would never think about in yeah. the first place. So Yeah. Like, yeah. You, sh- you should try those new corduroy jeans I've seen at Salvation Army. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> those are great. <laughs> you should try... Try tying your shoes this way so you can slip them on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all this great advice. That would be helpful for but me. in service to others is a basic thing. Yeah. In service to others. I listen to probably one of the, I listen to probably one of the greatest uh, TED Talks or motivational nonsense things. Yeah, for anyone. I've heard in my existence just recently. Mm-hmm. And it was about us creating the future manifesting the future through our thoughts of what's possible and yeah. just changing yeah. what this gentleman called, which changing the old playbook from where all this science-based, limited, you're only capable of this, yeah. and then going into now where, where it's like we've got technology, we're consciously waking up here, we're coming together, we're recognizing there's things more important than money. Oh, yeah. Like... In, in material possessions. Like hugs. Like animals like yeah like uh you know respect like hugs stuff. animals respect just be, you know sounds like a great slogan <laughs> sounds like a dirty hippie bumper sticker <laughs> but like there's a lot more out there than just what we have been incentivized to go after yeah yeah it's kind of I, like, I like hitting the keyboard yeah it's kind of like uh in a sense humanity has lost their way you know because it's a collective of people that are doing this. It's not one person. It's, you know, regardless what people think, I think everyone's just kind of lost. Yeah. The most frustrating thing for me, I get in these great conversations with others about, like, where are we going? What are we doing? The most frustrating thing for me is all this discussion about these these bad people yeah running the show yeah i don't know that i disagree yeah. with this idea of there being like up there there's these people pulling yeah, and like pushing the strings a collective of that individuals it could be some governing body or agency or like this yeah mentally ill group of control freaks <laughs> but mentally like Ill. we're all effed like we all have our issues yeah, and like, like a, it's a collective of people. It's I get not... I get frustrated because I'm like, dude, no, 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 yo, sister, brother, we're like participating. 
yeah. in what's laid out and giving that consent to it is yeah. what's perpetuating the burning of the koala bear's trees. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds a bit much, but we're giving off, we're giving away a lot of what we have for, I don't know that I want to call it power, but choice. We're giving away a lot of it. Yeah. By tying up a lot of our emotional uh, traumas and uh, valuation of self in material nonsense. Yeah, yeah. We and, and we all, no matter how good or sustainable or natural bearing we want to be, we are guilty. I think everybody, every single person is guilty of some kind of um, addition to the uh, lost way, I could say. You know, like buying an iPhone. Or, insustainability of our, of our species. And then some things like, like, uh, like in my situation like there's instances where i i need like certain things you know like for instance medical devices that are made out of plastic like that's adding to the mess of plastic but it's something that i need so well you're a frogger dog-hearted cod piece so i get called out almost every day (laughs) order that at the (laughs) (laughs) drive-thru yes let me get a oh that would be something on that secret list probably you ever hear about that they have like things on their well i don't even go fast food anymore it's been like three frog bitten barnacles like five years since i had a fast food restaurant but supposedly like every fast food restaurant has like a secret menu item like a like a quintuple treat cheeseburger something crazy you know yeah someone has programmed that into the menu on the on the point of sale system yeah Yeah. charge them for two you know what i saw the coolest video today i actually got to send you a link it's a guy playing the piano with uh the same injury as me with pause and he plays i almost deleted our our uh, podcast there so he he plays a, a moonlight sonata with his with his hands, with just his his um, fists, on a piano, it's absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe it. Tell like me, I, tell crazy. me, like it's like you can't. There is no words for how great music is. Yeah, no. It's I, just like bam. When you hear a good song, I had a good song like a few weeks I love ago. Music, yeah. I have a confession. I love music. <laughs> Most types. Me too. Yeah. Most, some of all. So pretty much all music I like, yeah. And I listen to music, listen to music all day. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll wake up and I'll put something on, maybe some jazz or some uh, simple, like, uh, I don't know what I use. I usually listen to, like, uh, they call it lo-fi on YouTube. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's like it's like jazz mixed with, like, a, like a beat or something like that. So it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. I li- lo-fi? I listen, it's called lo-fi. I don't I'm know in. why. I'll listen. L-O-F-I. I don't know. It's like just, just beats. There's no words usually. It's usually a piano playing or a saxophone. I want to get into, with like beats. I want to get into dancing again. Bass. Yeah, I like dancing when I could, uh, when I could walk. Yeah, we could bring you. Yeah, I'm down to go to a... I had fun. Like, a couple of years ago, I went to a club at the casino, and there was girls dancing on me and everything, just sitting in the wheelchair. I had a great time. Word. Yeah, it was fun. 
The casino can be cool. I mean, it's also overpriced and ridiculous, but and you can have fun anywhere. Yeah, I really don't like to go to the casino unless I'm like going with a friend and we we are going to like a club or something. Or um, yeah, casino's not my favorite. Twelve dollars for Red Bull is really not a nice setting. No, no. And I'm you not can have fun anywhere not, though. Yeah, you, you gotta, can. You know, it's a, it's a it's an attitude. It's nice to yeah meet up with friends and go there. And then lately, since I've had that, uh, I've been getting real good at my uh, power assist on my wheelchair. The yeah. space is so open and big that I could just like yep. zip down the hallways. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Knock a couple people over. Yeah, I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> to be careful. Excuse me. But uh, yeah, the last time I went, I had a blast. I was <laughs> zipping all around. Get a little mouthpiece with a with a with a PA off the side coming through. People, you know what? I will have to say coming through. It was good. Um, I went with my mom to a comedy show there. Sebastian Maniscalco. That was that was a fun show. Yeah. 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 Anyone that uh, hasn't heard of Sebastian Maniscalco, look him up. He's hilarious. He's uh, one one of the bigger comedians now. I'm sure anyone that's into comedy knows who he is. Hmm. Sebastian. I have to look him up. Yeah, yeah. He was on Rogan's podcast like six months ago, last year. Dude, you know, you know who was OG huh? uh, conspiracy? Call it like it is. No one, <laughs> no one gives a rat's uncle. Hmm. Comedian George Carlin. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, that guy is ridiculous. Just watched, just watched a documentary about him last. He is ridiculous. He would say stuff. Yeah. You know when they say like make stuff funnier, they'll kill you. Yeah, like that guy just would call it. Yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, he does call it out. He's good, like, George Carlin. He would call us out on our nonsense. Yeah, he's so funny. He's talking about he's how he's a he's an old fuck. He's like he's, he's saying the difference between an old man, an old fart, and an old fuck. It was just so funny. His explanation was crazy. Was like, Is he around? No, he's he passed away oh. like two years ago, I think. Well, yeah. Hope he had a, I hope he's doing well and Yeah, and that wish him the best. That that uh stand up that I saw him, he was he said he was seventy two, I think. So he was tearing it. He was a he was a good age. He he uh, was still still doing comedy at that age. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He had the voice for it. Who who is your favorite comedian, would you say? Oh, I mean George Carlin is probably I don't want to do a favorite, but he's so far up there. Okay, Robin Williams yeah, he, has done some stand-up there. shit that is ridiculous. Then there was the, um, oh, man, a gentleman from the 70s. and I'm trying to think of like what my favorite one. We're getting that weird thing again. I can't remember the guy's name. There you go. But, yeah, I can hear it. It's not that I can't hear it. Yeah, I'm going to. You know what? I'm gonna write in my notes right now. I get. I think I actually have. Yeah, there is a new chord, um, that we can switch out over there next time for the third one. But if we have a guest, we we won't have a extra chord. So yeah, I just I just gotta. I have guests. I think ready to go whenever we want to do that. I've got a few people that hit us up on Instagram on the uh, the Go Health Yourself. Uh, podcast Instagram account. There's a guy from Westminster, Massachusetts, that wants to be on the show, um, and I got I got to talk to him a little bit more. But yeah, I'm I'm almost ready for some guests. That'll be fun. Yeah, whenever you're ready, fun. Your, yeah. it's your call. I can't believe I can't forget. You know, I'm not. It's not going to come to me now. Dane Cook. 
Always had good comedy. Yeah, yeah, he was he funny. Was hot. Cat Williams was ridiculous. Cat Williams. Uh, oh yeah, so Cat many Williams good ones. Is good. And then yeah. female comedians. I can't think of the names right now. There's a couple great. Of course, there's great ones. Um, I saw a really good female comedian at the uh, Funny Bone in uh, Manchester. Hmm. Comedy, big part of wellness. Yeah, I don't remember. Because if someone can make you laugh or you can make others laugh, you feel, like, valued. Yeah, yeah, val- laughing is a, is a great thing. That's your soul breathing, I think. No, that's a good, good way of saying it. I stole that from somebody. Yeah. Anything creative, anything. Most clever things I've come up with have swapped yeah, out from somebody else's conversations. They say if you smile or laugh, you do live longer. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to make people laugh. Sometimes during a difficult yoga class, they'll tell you, smile. <laughs> and smile. You know, you're having trouble breathing, but they want to <laughs> smile. They're messing with you. Yeah. yeah. It's like this jab from 10 feet away. How long do you do yoga for? Like, what's your sessions usually last for? They're usually one hour. Mm-hmm. I'm a beginner. I'm a pretty experienced yeah. beginner getting into the amateur. <laughs> yoga is like some of the hardest stuff you can ever do. I had today, whatever today is. Yeah. Literally had... A um, just a rift of capacity mm-hmm. come my way through what do you, what do you doing mean? the doing the yoga. What do you Yo- to yoga to me is suffering. Yeah, like in its own right. I mean, it's it's healing and suffering together. But you like when you apply yourself to do the stretches and the movements. Yeah, none of them are like necessarily easy there's easy ones but they're designed to challenge you and then you also go to a place where like your mind can i guess calm calm down yeah yeah or be quiet it's definitely a form of meditation or quieted silent is probably the ultimate form of meditation but like stretching and, too anyways i cried on my yoga mat today yeah like seriously like emotion just poured out of me at the end of the session. I never even, I never, I've only heard of this. I know it happens, but that's what I've been holding on to. And it just poured out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, were you thinking about a certain thing or it was just like raw, just pure, just emotion? Like you couldn't really think uh, of anything. I felt like I'm living with no purpose and yeah. Like, I missed my mom's... I didn't make my mom a birthday present, and I need to do something, and I miss dancing, and I wish I had a girlfriend, and I made a lot of mistakes in my life, and I was just thinking a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, like, my my inner self just, like, was just in there and just came out and just, like... I was just crying on the mat for, like, a minute, dude. It was like, whoa, and all this is is some light music, and we're resting. It's called Shavasana. Yeah. Position of laying down. At the end... Of a one-hour session. Yeah. And I've probably done like 70 yoga sessions in the last like four months. Quite a bit. Yeah, that and is a lot. Yeah, 15, 20 a month. It's mm-hmm. quite a bit. And um, it just had been coming. Mm. It, just had been, it was a, the right moment. And I felt I felt it coming on. Do you ever suppress an emotion? You're like, I'm not going to cry right now. Mm. Or I'm not going to oh, yeah. laugh right now. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, being, so and I being didn't a, suppress it. I just let it flew, fly, and, flow. Yeah, and being a guy, you you feel like that it's kind of a shameful thing to do to cry, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's definitely something that people shouldn't shouldn't um, 
bottle up. You I'm know? trying to get better at hugging my guy friends too. Yeah, yeah. Because I always want to hug my girlfriends. Yeah, my friend girls. Yeah, it's good. I always want to hug. Good the to women do that. Yeah, because they're just more huggable. Yeah, yeah, they but are. In all honesty, <laughs> we need to be more. I think not. You're not just going to open up and save the world with with like emotional stability. But I do also want to offer that that if you need a hug, I want to be able to. I'm a hugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've had people tell me I'm a they're a hugger and then hug me, and I'm like I'm comfortable with you. Yeah, you could be new to me. But I'm comfortable. I just like your energy. I want to be like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be all reserved and like rigid. Yeah, like the yeah, like a lot of people are over in the Western world. We want to keep our space. Don't come near me. You know, it's kind of weird just, how we that carry is. Carry a lot of anger and tension. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, um, let's see. There's a lot of material nonsense and violence. I don't know. No, I was thinking of the complete opposite. There's a lot of. Um, Trying to think of a collective of a country. What is it called? There's a lot of cultures. That's the word I was thinking of. That are very, very uh, upfront and hug you and kiss the, the cheeks and everything. Kiss on the it's, lips. Yeah, Guys. yeah. Guys. Yeah. Males. Normal. Yeah, yeah. It's not a yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, over here, we're like, oh, no, 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 weird. I know that but, a lot of countries, okay. other countries do that, like the father and son. Yeah. Have a connection like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it's interesting. The whole thing, it's, I I agree though that the hugging thing is uh, a necessary thing. Some there's a lot of people that's all they need is just a hug. They they're so fed up with everything they don't realize that all they need is a hug. That's it. <laughs> someone to just like it's weird because we're so freaking weird, dude. We're just like a like a I don't even know how to do say it without swearing. We're like a shit storm of emotion, yeah, spirit. Energy, darkness, like the whole enchilada. Yeah. You know, stock, lock, and barrel or whatever it's called. Like, we're just like the full nine. And we got to live this experience. So it's not like you can just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go over here now. You know what I mean? So we, I think we create. You mean mean like to, you mean like shelter yourself, I'm going to go over here now? Well, you can't just not be alive. No, no, Unless you go for the gold and and like take your own life, which is unfortunately... Unfortunately. That's a bad way to put it. <laughs> Go for the cold. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's... Okay, yeah. not to... Sh- I really... Correction. Let me just be... Let me just clear that up. Unless you take your own life, which, you know, unfortunately does come into a lot of our minds, although we don't like to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to say taking your own life is, like, some reward to it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel that... It is the, like the pinnacle of someone suffering is to get to that level. Yeah. So I was, was just referring to like the tiers of suffering, as in levels of suffering. Yeah, no, no, I know, I that's know. That's like what you're the saying. highest level of suffering. Yeah, yeah. Is like I'm gonna take my own life, and that's a very unshrouded place in our culture because of suicide is. Uh, and, and depression and suicidal ideation and all this nonsense is like... It's a big, big problem. An epidemic? Can I say that? Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, maybe that's a good term? Yeah. I think I got a bit serious with it because I've experienced it, and I don't want to say anything too loosely about other people's suffering. Because I think, like, one thing that we're really, really good at as human beings 
is taking and scaling everything to our own little world. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've had such a challenging period of time in my life, and you could say that and be completely real about it, but it's entirely a different entire um, product. Yeah, or perspective Perspective. from from that person. From the next person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe limited physically. Yeah. That may be incapacitated mentally. That may be have trauma. That may have dealt with sexual abuse. That may, you know, like have losses and challenges. So it's like you can, we can like go to our own version of the darkest place. And it's still, we have to remain so kind to other people. It's very hard to remain that kind knowing you never know what they're suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, uh... Well, I have the thought, too, that's something that we should implement into school. I mean, school needs, the school system needs to be changed anyways because it's based off of old uh, work values and work stuff. They're not, just not even work values, but working, working people. But I think that should be implemented into school. A whole class on how to deal with or handle depression or, you know... Like or how to life skills? You mean just life skills? Yeah, real life skills, yeah, yeah. not like like algebra. nonsense life skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not like algebra or contemporary test, issues or test scores about presidents that did not even exist. Well, they existed, but there was presidents before that. But you know what I'm we saying? We got a yeah. lot more to learn than just the history of our one little country, or one yeah, or yeah. one great country. We've got a lot more to learn, and the, and the history has been so like. Like edited too, if you want to, if that's the word for it. Part of what we have, part of part of where we kind of miss the boat, yeah, or drop the throwing axe or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> is in empowering people as to be their own individuals. Because if you look at like, and I'm just gonna, I'm winging this, man. I'm not. You know, well, this is. I'm not prepared for this. I'm not drinking. This whole podcast is about. Yeah. So, (laughs) I believe, without knowing this to be true, but out of just my being and experience, that we are so not good at enabling each other to feel comfortable being our own weird, creative, dark, awesome, challenged, unique selves. Yeah. That we've created a vast, wide selection of things to participate in where you get social value, you know, material things, uh, processes of uh, politics, political identity, brand identity, whatever, your shoes, your car, your bike, your house, your town, your education, your degree. So then we cut your hair. So we cut each other down Yeah. without necessarily intending to, but we naturally are good at categorizationing, categorizing, making up words. Judging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We're naturally good judgers because it's part of our, part of our survival stuff. People are just afraid of not fitting in. We're lonely. Yeah. We're freaking lonely. I'm lonely. We're all like lonely. It's like a, like a, but then, that's the epidemic at but, the bottom of the fear thing. Like yeah. we're freaking lonely. It's like, like almost we got it backwards because then if you see a person that 
breaks from the pack and doesn't fit in and is very creative, they stand out. And then they might even create a trend that everybody does. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, it's like we, it's really weird how we do that. The most comfortable places for a lot of us are the least lonely places. Yeah. That's what it is. I think we just got so much S- learning to do. Subsurface. A, as just as a species. Word. Yeah. So I'm with you, dude. I yeah. got like a lot to say and more to learn than I got to yeah. say. Like I, sometimes I just need to, sh- like well, enlightenment or like learning or talking. Yeah. So valuable. But I do want to shut the F up sometimes, despite how I interrupt you. You're, you're on a good, uh, you're on a good um, run now, though, though. I like what you're talking about right now. But learning, knowing there's much to learn. That's it. Is so valuable. Just that. That's all you got to know. That's what there's Socrates says. He, knows, he says, I know, I know I'm wise because I know that I don't know everything. Basically, that's what he said. I've heard... To be a wise individual is to know that you don't know everything. Excuse my language. I've heard that the the highest. I agree with this statement, to a to a large percentage. The highest level of knowledge is honestly knowing that you do not know. Yeah, yeah. Do twist that one around. That's what Socrates said. I'm pretty sure that's that's closer to his saying than what I said. Yeah, you 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 you're more accurate on that. But if we can live by our own little internal constitutions of taking care of each other, that is the little component, like the circlip in the engine. If it ain't there, it ain't going to run. Or it's going to blow up. Yeah. Or like just not gonna the work. one trace mineral that's, that's, that's not allowing you to function right in your diet, you know, like the chromium or something. Like it's like there's just this little thing, and I think what that little thing a lot for a lot of people is is something about... Um, self-esteem. Yeah. I know for me it is. Yeah, my yeah, me too. My self-esteem, I can be like on top of the world sometimes. Yeah. And I don't mean like bipolar mania crazy as I have been, <laughs> but like I could be like on top of the world about just like self-value and then I can also be so nervous I'm freaking shaking. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, dude. I've never gotten to the point where I've been shaking, but that's one thing that uh, really struck me, punched me in the gut is... um confidence being in a wheelchair you have to like rebuild it like i was at a point in my life where i was pretty confident and then it's been up and down but i've overall been pretty decently confident but then get getting injured and then sitting in a chair and having to gain your confidence back is is a difficult thing um that's another thing i feel like i'm that i'm much closer to this year so but yeah yeah it's uh that's that's the root of the problem too. Yeah, is uh, confidence, self esteem, just like you were saying. Humor builds confidence. I got to uh, run to the B room real quick. So you artless, rough hewn <laughs> boar pig. You boar pig. Yes. Oops. I'm gonna run down some of these lists, some of these names, because it's so good. It's just so good. Yeah, unfortunately, my bag holds 300 milliliters of fluid, so. Um, We'll get to it. Got to empty it quickly. Or empty it pretty frequently, not quickly. Come on right, down. Come on down. John likes to leave me alone here. Yeah. With the. I think what I'm going to do is just be dead silent and look at my Instagram. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That would be fun. And, oh, I haven't had a phone for six weeks. I forgot to mention that. It's been great. Yeah, the, um... It's actually nice to email back and forth. Yeah. And not have a phone. I'm kind of traumatized by by phones but 
Uh, it's good to step away. So I'm going to read some of these terms off from this. Yeah. What is this thing? Okay. It's like some medieval old English insult list. Unbelievable. I think they're in some type of alphabetical order. Pribbling, puking, puny, qualling, rank, reeky, roguish, ruddish, saucy, spleeny, spongy, surly, tottering, unmuzzled, vain, venomed, villainous, warped, wayward, weedy, yeasty, half-faced, hasty-witted, hedge-born, hell-hated, idle-headed, ill-breeding, ill-nurtured. This would be a great voicemail to leave on your friend's phone. Start screaming like a, like a rust dragon at the end. Naughty pated, milk livered, motley minded, onion eyed, plume picked, pottle deep, pox marked, reeling, ripe, giglet, gudgeon, haggard, harpy, hedge pig, horned beast, hugger mugger. Now that's an insult. And what else? Doing a moment of silence. We're going to do a moment of silence. And we're going to do it right now. And this moment of silence is going to be for everything, everyone, and every being that we want to pay some respects to that is dealing with challenges, whatever they are, you know, physical, emotional, spiritual, all angles of being. We're going to do a moment of silence for those here and now, those gone, and those uh, dealing with life. And it is, it is not necessarily an easy place for many of us. So here we go. Thank you. Um, one thing, one thing, I had a thought. At one time, I had a thought. But the one thing I've been meaning to say about getting back to being physically fit and capable from being, like, stuck in a bed, suicidal, miserable, not that that was yesterday for me, but it was years ago. Um, one thing I can tell you in the toolbox uh, that may help someone else out there listening is for being, getting able-bodied and getting out there and moving and getting those good things flowing around in our systems. I learned this through yoga. I, I gained it through yoga, but devoting what you do to someone in your life or something in your life that needs that good energy or that thought. So if you're doing a yoga practice or you're going on a bicycle ride or, or a walk to the mailbox because you're literally just having a hard time getting off the couch. Or, you know, you, if you devote it, the action or the effort or energy, if you devote it to a cause, like I'm going to put this healing energy through the all omnipresence beingness universe to this other individual or to the... Um, 
Gaia, the planet, the animals, whatever, sentinel beings, when you're doing it, you have, I believe, another reason to do it. Because now it's like, oh, my friend, she's been isolating. She's dealing with a lot of nonsense. And I know she's struggling. So I'm going to do this little walk or I'm going to do this crazy bike ride or I'm going to do this uh, practice in their honor. And I think that that's one tool that I've gained. Yeah. It's been like, whoa, I don't do it every time. I still have a, I still have a hard time brushing my teeth, you know? Like I'm just like talking myself out of it because I'm being, I'm being a bum. <laughs> but like if you can get something going and you're like, I'm going to devote this to my friend that has cancer diagnosis. I'm going to devote this to another someone I know that just had a, a relationship breakup or got <laughs> injured. It's a great way of uh, thinking about it. For their birthday or out of respect or maybe they're doing good. But like yeah. now you've added on this. You've in basically brought in this tr- intrinsic value to what you're doing yeah, for yeah. yourself. Exactly. So it's compounding the same way depression compounds backwards, That's, the opposite spiral. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like that. I like that. And plus... Um, I mean, if you if you are doing fitness or something like that, or getting out and taking a walk and devoting it towards a friend, or maybe it's writing a book, whatever. It'll it is. help you clear clear your mind too. And it helps a lot. Yeah. Come up with answers that you've been trying to come up with uh, for certain things that have been bothering you or stopping you or holding you back in life. That's that's one thing I found with like it's a clear mind actually exercise. is a clear mind actually blank you know because sometimes I think a clear mind we have all these paradoxical yeah. definitions for things like a clear mind can necessarily just be a mind ready for th- open thought yeah yeah or like sometimes it's just <laughs> a clear mind like I'm like man I can't think of anything it's clear of there's nothing there you know yeah and I think a cl- also a clear mind could be one that is just a healthy mind too. You have a positive affirmations that you repeat, or I don't even like think, you said, just open to thought. Yeah, I don't even think the brain is the mind anyway. I think the mind no. is a culmination of heart, gut, spirit, brain. The mind, mind. may all... be an antenna from some somewhere else. The mind—that's what the mind may be. Because mm. we, we I don't, like a receiver. Because we're yeah, we're not actually us. You know, yeah. our mind is something else. You could be living my life in another lifetime. Like, like you are me. I'm looking for yeah, me or to you. the living being that's controlling my mind is not actually me. It's somewhere else. I need to shave. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. Bring, it, bring it back to reality. It's some all-weather matches right now. <laughs> that's so good. I'm glad I started recording on the camera again. I'm going to put this clip in there. That was hilarious. <laughs> I need to shave. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's fascinating, the, the whole... It's ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, yeah, the whole mind, spirit, body thing. Light. Supposedly, we're light beings, and we're uh, an infinite soul, which I feel that's the case. Or that's that's uh, the truth. Deep, deep down, that's what I feel like. That, that is true, that we're infinite souls. We're almost on like a, uh, like a journey. You know, this body is, um, a, uh, is an experience. That's what I'm trying to say. It's wild. Mm-hmm. 
It's words will never do. I know that we do <laughs> take an effort many times to express experiences and feelings and yeah, put it down. But vibes, vibing it out is is key. Vibrations you can't. Yeah. When you don't, when you get a feeling about something. You could write a book about one moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, I get it. I don't get it. I, I feel it. I don't feel it. Like, you just know. It doesn't have to be another person, but just a setting or a place or a scene or something. And you just, that whole, like, our ancestral ways are there. That's it, man. Speaking of being present, that's, that. I think that is the answer is to be present. Don't hurl, hurl, hurl yourself too much in the future, like create like a kind of a foundation for the future, but don't live too much in the future. And most definitely don't live too much in the past, especially if you have a bad experience, something that happened to you. It's, it's, it's key to it's be an easy place to live. present. It's it is. Yeah. Especially live. if you break your neck and, or if you have a drastic change in your life where you can't do something you did before and you try to compare yourself, dude, I am, that a, is very dangerous. You I can, am a lazy piece of a shop rag some days and it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to let that go. Yeah. Because it's very much, very, very, very much about doing your best. Yeah. I get that. We yeah. all get that. It's so freaking programmed. We put all this and there's, we, we've created, not to cut you off, we've created so much pressure on each other to perform and we now have this culture that is fixated on infinite growth in a yeah. finite place and it, we're and running it, out and that technology is making it even faster so we have but to then, you know do yeah. some do your best and and leave do the rest yeah, we're not doing the other half we're not yeah. doing the leave the rest well today i didn't exercise do your but best. i'm gonna do a, a, something tomorrow or I didn't say what I should have said when I was talking to her or him. But I'm going to try again tomorrow. So when we leave the rest, to me, yeah, that's the other parts. And then we see some of these other human beings that are so absolutely driven. It's insane. And you want to be like them. And I always go and back to label. David. Yeah, David. We, label, we label those people. Dude, I just always like go he back says. to Goggins, man. He is just like... It, it's It's... Pretty wild to see someone that driven. That guy, it's, that gentleman we're talking about, David Goggins, is one of the characters that we have created as a society. Yeah. That is capable. Ah, uh, okay. That so is capable. Created. Yeah, we've created him. Yeah. He's created himself. But with, you can't, you in need, a sense, you need uh, to have a place. Plays a part in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being called the N word and abused and dealing with all this trauma. Yeah, yeah. And then going through the military. Being overweight. And just, yeah. And and crying and like. His story is profound, though. Yeah, but we, he is like, um, this woman he talks about read his book, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. Read the book. I I haven't even read it. Neither have I. Read the book because the guy's amazing. Uh, I want to read it too. He's such a hard line dude that he's offensive to a lot of people, but you got to give him like half an hour. Yeah. You got to let him talk. Yeah. And once you understand that where this guy come from, this character, now you start to open up to be like, there's some lessons here. There's always some lessons. (laughs) Most definitely. But he talks about so much of going into the suck. On purpose. Yeah. And so much of like, I'm, we're here to suffer because there's lessons, not senseless suffering, and, yeah. but there's lessons to learn in that. 
And how rewarding it is. And how human potential is like 80% more than we're living. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that woman that wrote to him was like, <sighs> I thought you were insane. And then I put your book down. I read it a month later. Uh, don't quote me on any of this, please. Don't quote me on anything. But like, she's like, maybe this guy's just trying to show us human potential. Yeah. I think and then that's what she felt doing. drawn to really dig yeah. into like understand where he's coming from. Because he's a lunatic. He is. And like, you, I think you got to get to that point. You, you got to be that way to, well, to get to that He's a high-functioning lunatic. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean lunatic like he should be, like, restricted. I mean, like, this guy's out to, like, roll. Like, he's out to live a good a whatever he's capable. Like, he wants to work outwork the chart, he says. He wants to outwork the chart God yeah, has. Yeah. And I, like, totally respect that. But, I, man, we really... To come from, like he said, to come from having, like, little discipline, no discipline. I got nothing. No confidence. I yeah. got nothing. No physical, you know, he had a heart issue and overweight. And then to turn himself into one of the, quote, unquote, hardest people alive. I don't like that term, hardest. But I understand <laughs> where I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. It, it's most just, resilient. Yeah, most resilient, most flexible. Yeah. He's a super flexy, stretchy person, too. Yeah. He does a lot of yoga. Yeah. And to share the message. He hates talking to people. He hates running. That's what he said, yeah. He, he stutters, like he said. But yeah. this is like, he's got it, he feels he feels that there's a purpose. And David isn't the only person. He's just one of these, like, real dynamic characters we talk about. Yeah. I've met some wonderful, I read of some other really classy characters. And there's people that'll never be popular that are just so valuable. Yeah, definitely. So many females that don't make the limelight. No. Two. What the limelight? Whatever it is, like that don't have the draw, <laughs> the social, the social value. Yeah, there's a lot of people on Instagram like that that have made such a change for the better. Rebecca in their Ru- lives. Rebecca Rush is one of my favorites. Rebecca who? Rebecca Rush. Rebecca Rush. Yeah, I've never. Just, she's just a endurance mountain bike rider. Oh, cool. Just yeah. all around athlete yeah. in her fifties, badass. Yeah. Up in the mountains with no cell reception and yeah, just just ch- chasing back her father's heritage from world from uh, Vietnam War and really cool. Vietnam and she works with a lot of good causes and she's just a total. Bad Larry, like yeah, yeah. off, <laughs> like lived in her Bronco for years, like tra- traipsing around the country doing like yeah extreme races and well, that's total cool, dirt bag, but humble. Finding herself, yeah. Humbleness is mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's important. Kind it's an important thing. It's good to be humble. Kindness, not self centered. And the truth, less not self centered. Yeah, yeah. Calling it what it is. I am not applying myself. To say that about something when you've been like tricking, playing games with your mind, like your two sides of your mind the whole time. Yeah. Like David says, everyone's got two people. I'm not saying you're crazy, but everyone's got two people. I'm like, boom. I'm like, dude, this guy's. Two people, th- like uh, two voices telling yeah. you to do this. Like, dude, this do guy. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're skating by over here, listen to the little comfy voice. And then over here, you got the voice saying, bro, you're leaving a lot on the table. Well, right that, that goes back to the cartoons of the devil and the angel on one shoulder and then the. Yeah, the like, devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, the bad boys and the good boys. Yeah, so it's relatable. It's been there, yeah. I don't know that I have like a full. You really gotta tune in and listen to that voice too. Like, if you really want to better yourself, you really have to focus. And can you not be ready for that voice? 
Yeah, well, definitely. It I'm not can come ready. Out, it can come out of nowhere. I'm not ready for that voice. Yeah. Because I don't even want... Like, sometimes I can tell myself the full true story, and then sometimes I'm like, man, I just got to, like, go easy today. I just got to, like... I got all yeah, this planned. Back but I just, off a little bit. I got to just get one or two things done. I don't need to do seven. Yeah. And just chill and just chat and mm. recalibrate, rest. Yeah. So that, it's, it's hard to relate to these go-getters like we're talking about. It's important to do that. To, and, but they have a method that they have found to recalibrate and rest too. You can't go all the like that all the time. You burn yourself out. Well, and like you, you even know David's, about that. Doggins will say, "Oh, you know, he doesn't take a day off, but he sleeps he, eight hours a night and stretches every day. See, so there's rest. Yeah, and he stretches like three hours in the morning. A he day. Said. So that's that's the rest. Probably his meditation body. right there. Yes. Yeah, because yoga is meditation. And, and that's sleep, stretching. He sleeps. Yeah. He's not one of these nutcases oh. that goes on three hours of sleep. Yeah, yes. He sleeps every night. Yeah. That, Good. That, yeah. That that uh, rapid eye movement is... Most nights, I should say. But very important. Yeah, Can't Hurt Me. Another good book. Can't Hurt Me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that book and read it because I've always been intrigued by him. And Rebecca's got this. Rebecca Rush, R-U-S-H? No, it's, it's close. You're close. Are you CSH? R U S C H or something. S-C-H, but you okay. can't you can't miss her because yeah. she's another freaking winner, man. Just yeah. a good aspect, like good looking good too. vibes. And she's introverted too. Yep. Yeah. She's not as abrasive. She's not even abrasive like any of these yeah. some of these military people. I haven't people. heard that name. <laughs> There's a real good um she's kind. Rogan podcast with uh, Goggins. If someone wants to get a sense of who he is. And uh, listen to his story and everything. Uh, it's like a two and a half, three hour podcast, and he talks about his upbringing and how he changed and Rich Roll, what he went through. Rich Roll does a great interview with both of them, with David Goggins and Rebecca, two different times. Who? Rich Roll. Rich Roll. Yeah. Yeah, I've never even heard of that name. Rich Roll podcast. He's a um, Rich Roll podcast. He's an endurance athlete. Yeah. And original podcaster from way back. Yeah. From way back. Huh, and uh, he's a uh, um, plant-based too. He's a character. Rich Roll, cool name. Have to look him up too. Nice. Does he have dude. a YouTube channel? Oh yeah. Oh cool. You just you can get all his podcasts on YouTube, and his yeah, wife is right. amazing. His watch. wife is very spiritual. Yeah. And um, she is all about business for good. Yeah. Doing good things with the economy. She's all about holding space for people, and getting healing this healing this mess. Yeah. I think we're on our way. I think we're doing good. We need to. See, we need these references. We need like when someone's like, "Oh, do good. You do a great job." I've done a lot of hard work in my life and a lot of great jobs. Yeah. But thank, I don't know who knocked me on the head, but thankfully, I always try to say, "Thank you." It's a team effort because not one of anything I've ever done has been solely me. No. Yeah. You know, borrowing cars, upbringing. Co-workers, partners, bosses, girlfriends, people dealing with my nonsense. Yeah. You know, it's like nothing I do is solely me. Yeah. You're looking at like we each one of us is like a product of how many different facets and and other beings helping, hindering, pushing, pulling. And we develop ourselves from all that nonsense, whatever it may be. And when you see people struggling, it's easy to relate. In my mind, I'm like, Phew. you see people with substance abuse? I see people with depression. I see people hurting other people. I'm like, bro, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is, it's all too easy. It's right there. 
Yeah, and I think it's a good thing to relate to some of those things in a sense so you don't feel like an outcast. I mean, that goes back to the wanting to fit in, you know? It's a good thing. This podcast is a good thing. I think it's helping me to come to a realization of... I find it valuable. Just life, yeah, and uh, trying to find a purpose, which is the main goal, I think, of every man is to... And woman is to find a purpose in their life, you know, be purposeful. It's something that'll be, hopefully, uh, some form of pay it forward. Yeah, and not a regrettable substance in the end, you know. Like when you're in your deathbed and no one wants to regret anything. Oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. I wish I apologized to this person or... That's one thing our listeners could do if you're uh, got something on your mind or need to do something or need to apologize to someone or clear something up with someone. Go ahead and do it right now. Don't wait. Valid. Yeah. I can tell you right now, some of the most, this is, a, this is someone I used to work with that was a, ver, a very talented leader. And they told us, they told me, told a bunch of us, awkward conversations are very valuable in yeah. life. And avoiding awkward conversations yeah. is just postponing and building the awkwardness. Yeah, and it's... Uh, Reaching out and just giving the thumbs up. Yeah. If you're just a text junkie or an actual call or some face-to-face, yeah. some eye-to-eye stuff. Yeah, any, anything. That is that is the basic human... I don't even know how to say this, to be honest with you, but this is the, that is the basic human shit. Yeah, and th- excuse my language, but that we need to give each other more of. Yeah, and that's getting out of the comfort zone. But it's where your life is. Yeah, yeah, it's where the most com- people's lives is, is comfort zone. We are but so the- comfortable. It's we are effed right now because yeah. of our comfortability. Yeah. and it start it didn't start with air conditioning. You know what it started with? We got the wheel, and then you throw the shit in the cart. Now it's not, you don't got to pull it. It started way way back. This whole comfort addiction thing. That's exactly what Goggins and these other characters that are all about get Try out there. Try to break away from. And make a challenge. Yeah, yeah, but like you said, back to the awkward conversations, that's and that's not doing the awkward conversation is latching on to com- comfortableness, if that's even a word. But yeah, it's, it's starting to become very apparent to me that to get out of the comfort zone is the answer. I got a lot of more comfortable conversations to have. Yeah. They're just, it's part of life. Like, you can't live in comfort. And I think, like, when you get to be, like, a multimillionaire. Yeah. Or you get, like, comfortable financially and we discover, oh, holy shit. I'm bored. Or I still, I'm still overweight. I'd say a majority of still, people that do acquire funds like that, I'm, yeah. Like, it still isn't. I'm still, what's missing? Where's the component? And it's like, it's a feeling. Yeah. The money ain't going to get you the feeling. You got to do the stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got to work within, not outside. Yeah. Word. I like that. Because the external stuff. Yeah. It's a show. It's funny, yeah. It's a shitty show. It's an illusion. Power is. Is, power is illusion. Yeah. The whole thing's an illusion. Yeah. Like, it, that's too rough. It's not the whole thing, but so much of what is being chased by the human mind is an illusion. Yeah, yeah. Where the real good stuff is not. I don't think it's much of it's on these screens. Yeah, a lot of the, sh- 
lot of the stuff is we're wasting time in in our lives and maybe maybe uh in the collective of humanity too we're just kind of wasting time but i have faith i have so much faith in humanity i really do I'm tipping up a jalapeno kiwi cucumber kombucha with, <laughs> with a pinky out. Oh, you always got to put the pinky out to, to that one. Let people know you're serious. Unbelievable. Well, what do you think? I uh, I think I'm gonna cut it off here. Go for it, flap dragon. It's uh, it's a, we got an hour and fifteen under our belt this time, and uh, reeky puddle deep rat's bane. I like how uh, this podcast went. There's uh, some things that I definitely learned in this podcast. Pay attention to the two voices more uh closely it's uh definitely definitely um own your own stuff yeah own your own space that's it work for it take ownership of everything i got that right on my wall behind me keep it between the navigational beacons yep yeah choose the hard path i see that all the time on your wall i love it it's like i heard a good comparison of life to a pilot so a pilot is off course 98% of the time because they, they're always having to, having to adjust the plane this way or this way or this way or this way. And uh, that's what life is. You have to constantly adjust your life to be pointing towards your destination 98% of the time. It's not exactly what they were talking about, but it's basic, basically what I'm trying to get at, what I heard is that life is like... Uh, continuous like, work. Yeah, just continuous work. Yeah, you const- constantly have to adjust it to find your destination. Yeah. Most of the time, it's not going to fly its own its own, and just get there. You really got to make the adjustments to they better your get, life. They got to get you down to 754. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you should... Uh, I don't, well, maybe that's something in the future. I'm definitely down to go there tomorrow, but maybe that's something in the future we could talk about, 754. Yeah. We do something, yeah. with, something with it. And it's okay if it doesn't happen, but I think more minds you get around creative projects, the better. Man, I'd love to go there um, maybe a couple times in the week and tidy up with a friend, like with Paige or something. Go yeah. Help you uh, clean up there and maybe... Creative collective projects. S- sit in there and do some art or something, because I'd like to... I've been thinking about that lately. Maybe that's a manifestation in my world... I was thinking that the other day, like I've was thinking of how much like I would like to go to a place like an art studio or rent a place. And then I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm like Joe invited me to his spot. Like maybe that's, that's it. Yeah. Maybe that is the spot it's that the I was spot. thinking about. Yeah. And I don't want it to be my spot. Yeah. I'm just paying the bills there, but it just is just enough to get maybe something a little going. Yeah. And if it doesn't go. Yeah, try it somewhere else or let something. But just you know when things fall together instead of fall apart. Yeah, this fell together. Yeah. So it's like this is a real nice located little center, little. I should say, good size space where like maybe people can just come and be comfortable being themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. And if it makes some money or brings some money back to the expense sheet. Yeah, that's good too. But it's not a the the intention is not putting profit on the top of the list. Mm-hmm. The intention is to we gotta we gotta create the new story. And, yeah, and those projects are the new story, like this project. And I think we owe it to ourselves to support support others in their projects. Yes, 
their creative projects. Yeah. Whatever they are. Just like it's your th- your third grader coming home with a freaking something for the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. You got to do that for the adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, give um, positive reinforcement for sure. Yeah, that's uh, it. Man, the possibilities with that are endless. It, it that's that's pretty exciting to think about that. But um, it's collective something. So I don't. Who knows? Well, I would have to say this is a good vente y uno episode twenty one. Go health yourself. It's uh, it's going good, and uh, whoever tuned in to this episode, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, we're sending positive vibes your way. Yeah, and, stay uh, humble and yeah, keep swinging and arriva derci. We'll see until we meet again. Is that what that means? Arriva derci yeah. is that Italian? Arriva derci, yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, go health yourself and over and out, friends.